하룬예 하룬예 마윤나 하룬예 하룬예 마룬야 Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Giraffe's Eggs and Other African Tales. I am Elim Daini, your host, a teacher by day and storyteller by night. I am also the author of the West African fable Giraffe's Eggs. Today's story is from Mali in West Africa. We will listen to a legend from the Malenki people. This story is based on an epic poem, the likes of Homer's Iliad and the Odyssey. From the 13th century, it was passed down orally by griots, who are West African historians and living libraries, really. There is so much that can be said about them alone, but today's focus is legendary ruler Sundiata Keita. He was the first ruler of the Mali Empire in the 13th century AD. He laid the foundation for a powerful and wealthy empire and proclaimed the first charter of human rights, the Manden Charter. Sundiata Keita, whose name means the Lion Prince, was born in the early 13th century to a noble family within the Malenki people. He was the son of Nare Mangan Konati and Sogolong Konde. He was born in Kangamba in the Malenki Kingdom, which was part of the ancient Ghana Empire of West Africa. His maternal grandmother, the Buffalo Woman, was so cold because of her ugliness and her hunchback. Sundieta wasn't any luckier because he too was crippled from childhood. His mother, Sogolon, was constantly teased and mocked by her co-wives for her son's disability. They chanted at the mother and their children taunted her boy. The bullying and mockery made Sundieta's life so difficult that one day, he said to himself, I must do everything I possibly can to walk like my peers. And so Sundiata trained every day to learn how to stand upright and walk. And through his sheer determination, the legend tells us that one day he miraculously got up and walked without any help. Now, Sundiata's mother was not his father's first wife and so she had none of the privileges that Sasuma Berete and her son had. Sasuma Berete's son, who was Sundiata Keita's half-brother, was called Dankaran Tuman. He was cruel and resentful of Sundiata and his mother. Unfortunately, Dankaran's cruelty escalated when Nare Mangan Konati, the king, and their father died. 
to escape persecution and threat on her son's life, Sogolon took her children, Sundiata and his sisters, into exile. This exile lasted for many years and took them to different countries within the ancient empire, until eventually, one day, they arrived to Mema, where the king of Mema granted them asylum. You see, the king had heard of Sundiata's disability and his determination to not let that affect him. The king had admired his courage and tenacity. So, he gave Sundiata a senior position within the kingdom. A few more years passed, and King Sumauru Kante of Soso conquered the Mandinka people. The resistance sent messages to look for Sogolong and her children. Mama Sogolon Konde, mother of Sundiata Keita, you know your son is destined to be a great leader in his own country, according to the ancient prophecy. We have searched everywhere for you, and we have come to find you in Mema. But your son, he must come at once. Your son's renown has reached our ears, this great leader. He must come at once to liberate us and our homeland. When the king of Mema heard this, he pledged an army to be given to Sundiata should he wish to go and save his homeland. Sundiata had been such a great leader that most of the warlords of Mali, who were in the same age group as him at the time, promised to accompany him in battle. Sundiata had made up his mind. He would go and fight for his people. And it was on the plain of Sibi that the warlords and Sundiata formed a pact of brotherhood. Sundiata Keita, a lion brother, in order to liberate our country and people from the powerful Soso king, Tabongwana, Kamadia Kamara, Faoni Konde, Siara Kuman Konate, and myself, Tiramakan Traore, the conqueror of Kabu, as well as all our men, will go in battle with you. At the Battle of Kirina, Sundiata and his allies defeated the Soso king, and Sundiata became the first emperor of Mali. Sundiata became the first of the Mandika line of kings to adopt the royal title Mansa, meaning king or emperor in the Malenke language. Mansa Sundiata Keita went on to accomplish many exploits, which can be found in his epic poem, The Lion King. I lived in Cote d'Ivoire for three years. We moved there when I was 10 years old from France. And there, and indeed in many countries across Africa, and actually the world over, come to think of it, your name says a lot about you. Where you are from geographically, your people's history, the stereotypes people will have from you. Basically, your lineage, your roots, your links, your identity. So I wasn't surprised to find out while researching this story that the famous Malian ruler Mansa Musa Keita, the richest man who ever existed, was Sundiata Keita's great nephew. <laughs> yeah, now it wasn't surprising as Mansa Musa was his title, but his last name was Keita. 
We have a lot of people with that surname in Côte d'Ivoire. And though I am not Jula, which is a people group that is part of the Mandé family, found mostly in Burkina Faso, Mali, Senegal, Gambia, Guinea, Guinea-Bissau, Sierra Leone, Liberia, and Côte d'Ivoire, of course. May I am glad to share a country with such an amazing group of people. Also, you may have heard me use the term Mandika people and Malenke people interchangeably, and that's because they are interchangeable. There has been some conflicts in the past between the northern West African tribes and the southern ones, because the northerners were in contact with Arab traders and so they are mostly Muslim today, whereas the southerners were colonized by Europeans and so they are mostly Christians. The religion-based conflict saddens me so much because if we look closely, both sides have such a similar story. You know, invasion, enslavement, colonization, trading, adoption of a foreign religion, all the likes. We are more alike than unalike, as the late Maya Angelou said. I really hope you enjoyed today's story and that you learned something new. I am Ellen Diany, author of the West African fable Giraffe's Eggs, available on Amazon. Go to the show notes to find out how to get your own copy. If you like and would like to support this podcast, please share it on social media and directly to your friends who love folklore. Also, consider reviewing it on your favorite listening platform. It's completely free and it really helps the show get more visibility without spending much money on publicity. Well, anyway, this has been our story of the week. A bientôt les amis. See you soon, friends. <laughs>